Well, a very blessed good morning. Welcome to Moments of Assurance Weekend. A quarter hour of inspiration and information to help you get through life. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson, a program underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, Charters, and Tours. You can reach them on the web at mid-americancoaches.net. Well, some thoughts today about the words of eternal life. There are words that bring eternal life in Holy Scripture. And believing them, that's the ticket. It's not something you do. It's faith God has given to you through his word. And that results in you're going to heaven. It's just as simple and as serious as that. Jesus once said, whoever believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And he who lives and believes in me will never die. Now, that's a promise that God has made. Believe it. It's true, and it's applied to you by faith <laughs> with the words of eternal life. Amazing, isn't it? that although this life comes to a conclusion when you die and are buried in a cemetery, yet you do not conclude. (laughs) You do not end. In the Gospel of John, chapter 6, Jesus was in a synagogue and was teaching. Referring to himself, he said, This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like the bread the fathers ate and died. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. When many of the disciples heard it, they said, This is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? But Jesus, knowing in himself that his disciples were grumbling about this, said to them, Do you take offense at this? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? Wow. So that's the comparison. I mean, if they were having a hard time with Jesus referring to himself as the bread that came down from heaven. What about if they were to actually see for themselves the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? Now, that would really be something. You talk about a hard saying for them. Wow. Jesus said it is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is of no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. As one commentator has put it, just as fleshly bodies need spirit to have life, believers need the Holy Spirit to make them alive spiritually. Okay, so how is the Spirit given? The Holy Spirit is given through Jesus' words. The flesh is of no profit at all. The flesh is good for this life only. You know the verse. The grass withers, the flower falls off, but the word of our God stands forever. So the flesh, yeah, that's good for what you see down here, but you don't want to be focusing on what's down here because only the Word of God lasts. As one author has written, turn your eyes up to the sun. Once your eyes have been bathed in its dazzling beams, how then do other objects appear? All are changed. They have grown dim, if not dark and invisible. So indeed, the pleasures and the treasures that you find in this world look differently after a person has caught a glimpse of heaven through the precious lens of the Lord in Holy Scripture. You do get a glimpse. You do get an inkling of what is to come through the Word. 
And you know what? That makes you want to come back for more of those visual hors d'oeuvres. I mean, after all, through Jesus, you have the words of eternal life. St. Paul has written, Now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now we know in part, but then we shall know fully, even as we are fully known. So Jesus then said to them, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted him by the Father. Another hard saying for them. So this Jesus, the one who had been walking and talking with the disciples, is the one through whom the Father draws people to himself. A hard saying indeed, since they often could not make the transition from this life that is, the physical life that they were experiencing while they were here on this earth, with the things that would bring eternal life. Their reaction? The Bible says, after this, many of his followers turned back and no longer walked with him. So Jesus said to the twelve, do you want to go away as well? Simon Peter responded on behalf of all the disciples. He said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and come to know that you are the Holy One of God. That's Peter for you. A bit impetuous, but heart strong, believing completely that what he said was true, and of course it was, and of course it is. Yeah, Peter said, we have come to know. It's a daily process. You spend time with the words that give eternal life. The Holy Spirit works through the word, and you come to know again and again and again that Jesus, indeed, is the Holy One of God. It's all the Spirit's doing. But here's the problem. The Scriptures state, The natural man receives not the things of the Spirit, for they are spiritually discerned. The Jews and others of Jesus' day were wanting an earthly Messiah to come and set up his kingdom and defeat the Romans. They were living with their eyes on this world as though this is all there is, that this is what it's all about. Do you ever get caught up in that trap, that this is what it's all about down here in this world? I'll talk more about getting out of that trap through the power of the words of eternal life, and that's coming up next. You're listening to Moments of Assurance Weekend. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, where tour professionals will assist you in selecting the package trip that fits your travel desires. Destinations such as the Amish country of central Illinois or Hannibal, Missouri for a journey to Mark Twain country or a multi-day trip to Mackinac Island or the Grand Canyon. Mid-American Coaches, where serving you is their privilege. 636-432-7860. Well, a very pleasant welcome back to Moments of Assurance Weekend. I'm Pastor Mark Hawkinson. Well, in John chapter 6, Jesus had become a stumbling block, an offense to the Jews and others 
who were following him, and many chose to leave Jesus at, at uh, that juncture. And Jesus asked the disciples, do you too want to leave? And of course, Peter responded, no, you have the words of eternal life. We have believed and come to know that you're the Holy One of God. Gospel writer John records these words representing the Jews and religious leaders' frustration at that time. John writes, So the Jews grumbled about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. And they said, Well, wait a minute. Is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How does he now say, I have come down from heaven? And Jesus answered them, Do not grumble among yourselves. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness, and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat of it and not die. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. Ultimately, whoever feeds on Jesus through his word will be saved. But those words became, as I mentioned, a stumbling block to many. And a number of his followers turned away. And that's why Peter's confession is so very vital and so very beautiful. It comes down the centuries of time to this very day. You have the words of eternal life. We have believed and come to know that you're the Holy One of God. The Jews and disciples were thinking in terms of this earth. They failed to fully grasp that Jesus was about to give his life, his flesh, for the sins of the whole world. But Jesus had words for them. The words that he had were from heaven, words that when believed would result in their inheriting eternal life by faith. You know, uh, it's easy to forget about the tremendous power the words of Jesus have. Author Charles Reidenauer once wrote a book entitled How to Be a Christian Without Being Religious, meaning, of course, that being a Christian is not just a matter of actions and deeds. It's a matter of faith. It's a matter of knowing that those words Jesus had spoken in Scripture are not just some sort of earthly matter. They have an heavenly dimension. They give more than peace during turmoil. They give more than hope and earthly joy and strength to get through trials. They grant freely to you and to me a life without end. And you require those words, and so do I, on even a daily basis. In order to get through life, not making your relationship with God into a religion only, with a down-here look at life as though that's all there is. Indeed, when you have the words of eternal life, you can be religious, that's fine, but not trust in your religiosity. You're being religious, it means you're going to want to do what the Lord desires you to do, but that's not how you get into heaven. Jesus already got you in. He said, I'm the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. That's a done deal, resulting in a heavenly meal. Your desire to serve the one who first served you comes out of a relationship that God established with you in your baptism and by faith and by trust that the words of Jesus are true, that the words of Jesus are for you. You know, if I listen to a commercial on television, the person doing the commercial tells me to use a certain car wax because if I do, I'm going to possess a vehicle dubbed as the shiniest car on the block. I may choose to believe or not to believe the claims that he or she makes. Those claims may be true or not, or they may be partially true. 
However, when it comes to the claims God himself makes, those claims are never partially true, nor can they be false. Because the God of the universe, the one who has created all the galaxies out there, and the body that you possess, and the soul housed in your body that has been redeemed by the precious blood of Christ, can be completely believed. The scriptures state your word is truth. They authenticate themselves. Yes, you have been redeemed. Believe it. It's true. Just like the scriptures written by men, but the real author is the Holy Spirit. You can believe the claims of the Spirit of God that Jesus is the Christ. He has the words of eternal life. And as the Apostle Peter has stated, we have believed and come to know that you are the Holy One of God. It would be my personal prayer for you on this Moments of Assurance weekend edition. May you believe today as well. May you daily come to know that Jesus Christ is the Holy One of God, your Savior, your Redeemer, your Master, yes, your Master, and your friend, the one indeed whom you will see just as he is someday. Indeed, you and I will see him together in heaven someday. That's guaranteed by the blood Jesus shed on Calvary. Thanks a lot for being along this day for Moments of Assurance Weekend. Go to church this Sunday and listen to the words of eternal life that Jesus has for you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. You've been listening to Moments of Assurance, produced by Worldwide KFUO. Moments of Assurance is underwritten by Mid-American Coaches, mid-americancoaches.net. To learn about giving opportunities, call Mary at 314-996-1518. Or you can make a gift safe, secure, and easily online at kfuo.org. Thank you for listening and supporting Moments of Assurance on Worldwide KFUO.